award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm excited about today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Mr. Barry Cross is helping me co-host today. Don's on special assignment, so I brought in Barry to help out. He's our Region 2 coordinator, communications coordinator, so... Appreciate you jumping in here, Barry. I'm glad to be here, man. This is a lot, a lot of fun for me. Yeah, today's all about uh, fall hunting, deer, deer. hunting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting closer to the muzzleloader season. We're still in the archery right now, but we're going to talk about tips and tricks. And uh, we have Adrian Wilson with us today. He's uh, with Tethered, and he's been with us before on uh, on Wildcast. But we appreciate you being here, guys. It's always a pleasure. Enjoy it, and we're talking hunting. What can be better? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's uh, it's always fun. This is a great time of year. I love the fall. You got football, man. You got Tennessee beating Alabama. <laughs> That's that great. Game. That, that was, was a game. game. That was a game. You got deer hunting. Uh, fishing's still hot. You can still fish this time of year. It's a great time to be outside. Uh, real quick, let's touch on a radio station. We appreciate our radio partners, and uh, we're going to be up around Morristown for a few shows here coming up in the future so i thought we'd highlight morristown station today wjdt they air wildcast at 5 a.m on saturday mornings we appreciate our radio partners and especially wjd jdt in morristown so uh, we got 23 stations across the state east to west and they keep us rolling we appreciate them sharing our information and and allowing hunting and fishing and outdoor stuff to be on radio that's uh, you know that's a good thing for a sportsman, you know. If you if you get to go out and you're headed out to hunt or hunt golden fish, and you're able to turn on a uh, show and listen to hunting and fishing, mm-hmm. it's just great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, one other thing, catch this show on your favorite podcasting app on our social media channels. Uh, so go out there and listen, subscribe. Also, the e store, the hat I'm wearing today is in the e-store we got new wildcast hats available so you can pick those up uh, if you're a fan of the show shop.goutdoorstennessee.com to get a hat and the next thing on the list barry yeah events you just had a a hunting 101 event here recently hunting 101 event this event was uh, designed to reach out to people that want to learn about hunting and fishing it might be that they've never done it might be that they're interested and they've kind of been in it and uh, we even had one person that came that uh, probably knew quite a bit about hunting but he just wanted to see more mm-hmm. and so it was, it was a little bit about woodsmanship we had tree stand safety we had shooting safety uh, technique uh, we did some blood trailing so it, it give them a good idea of you know where to start when I walk into the woods. Uh, it, the hope is that it just flattens that curve, you know, that yeah. learning curve, so yeah. that when you step on a piece of property, you, you kind of have in your mind what I'm going to be looking for. So, um, that, you know, it was it was it was pretty good. Um, we're hoping that uh, we're going to have more of these, and that uh, you know, more people can come out and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say enough about our officers in uh, Murray County and Lawrence County and, and of course, uh, Don Crawford over here. So, uh, Bethany Watson, uh, Ethan Brown, Tanner Romsdale, man, y'all y'all made that happen, and I appreciate it. Awesome. I was uh, going to ask who helped out. You, yeah. you hit the list there. Yeah. That's good. And uh, so, um, but that class, it, 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 
I think it has room to grow, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we, it was the first one that we had held, so we got to see what worked and what didn't work and what, what we might scale back and what we might uh, increase next time. So, yeah. And maybe right. find some avenues to spread it across the state. Exactly. I know there was some people asking questions on social media. When can we exactly. – is there going to be one in Montgomery County or different counties across the I state? I heard that so. from there in Wayne County, and, you know, and so I hope, you know, to, to expand this next year and uh, get – get this you know more weekends and maybe even change the time a little bit give people a little more time in the morning to get there mm-hmm. versus having it start at eight o'clock in the morning so maybe maybe a noon to five class would be better yeah so, yeah so uh yeah I, I i look forward to doing more of those but uh awesome. outside of that i mean we got a lot of stuff going on in in middle tennessee right now i mean we've got quota hunts are coming up uh we're about to have a a uh senior fishing events fishing's not over you no know? i mean you were out getting catching so, some fish in the rain the other day I yeah saw. i mean if you if you have an opportunity to get out on any body of water right now you can catch fish and and i'm not i'm not a big you know trophy fisherman or by any stretch of the imagination of course i'll take a trophy if i were to catch one <laughs> uh, but i just like fishing and catching and yeah. uh, so yeah. right now is a great time to be out um and, and of course, we got you know the youth hunt is coming up on twenty eighth or twenty ninth, thirtieth of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got this weekend Giles County, Coffee County, um, Lincoln County all have hunts. So, I mean, I you know there, there's opportunity for people to get out there, and especially for the youth um, to get out there and have a good time. So awesome! And I'm excited about having Adrian here, so we can talk about hunting because this is this is a great time to be in the woods too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just great time to be in Tennessee. Yeah, go Vols! <laughs> <laughs> Man, Barry's excited this morning. Uh, yeah, Adrian, thank you for being with us. Uh, you're with Tethered. Uh, you are a sales uh, sales coordinator, social media stuff. I see you out there on our YouTube page doing some stuff. Tell us what you what you've been up to here lately, man. Uh, so tethered moved to Columbia, Tennessee. Here, oh, that's right, Tennessee company yeah, now, right here yeah. in Tennessee. About four months ago. So from me working uh, from the house, now I'm I'm down at the shop daily, and the, a little bit more is required. And uh, but it it's rolling. It's it's going well. Um, I enjoy the aspect of you know as he said, we're talking hunting. Yeah. You know, uh, it's constantly. I'm the type of person I am, I'm always wanting to learn more knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just if it can help me, whether it's good knowledge or bad knowledge, I can decipher that for myself, but it's, it's about learning. And, you know, his his hunting 101 class, that's awesome. You know, getting those, yeah. those people out there and uh, learning woodsmanship or, you know, like you said, there's a guy that was already out there that probably knew a lot, but you can yeah. still pick up something, even if it's one thing, that's super valuable. That's a great tool. So, yeah, other than uh, being in the woods and actually hunting right here with you guys, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get excited talking about it, and I don't always get out there. I'm gonna make a point to get out there more this year and, and chase some deer and have a good time. And uh, so I wanted to kind of touch in on or since you've been here, have you killed any deer last year? Did you have a good season? Turkey season go good this year? Last deer season uh, was great for me. Um, turkey season was really good. I uh, uh, last few years. I, I, I kind of cut my teeth on hunting in the turkey woods, right? That's mm. that's where it just where you, came all over yeah. me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm in this forever." I mean, yeah. So, um, but the last couple of years, I'd actually taken uh, uh, a lot of people out, and I didn't actually hunt as much myself. Mm. Um, and I, I found uh, I really enjoyed that. And then this year, um, I was able to get out more myself, and 
Uh, I ended up tagging out. First time I'd, I'd done that in a couple of years uh, with some awesome experiences, awesome hunts, and, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you get to be around your buddy some, and or you meet new people out there, and I just enjoy that, doing that. So, yeah, it was successful, and as far as this deer season goes, um, I uh, haven't killed anything, haven't drawn back on anything. I've got some really good ones on some cameras, but I don't know if I'm getting older and wiser or lazier. I haven't gone as much because I'm I'm more cautious on the wind and my entry and exit points, and I know kind of where I think they're betting. And I haven't been able to get out there as much as I'd like to based on the wind situation. And then, you know, they've changed their, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit, but their summer patterns have changed to these fall and winter patterns. And, you know, it's just been tough. But uh, I've got some good ones on camera. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Maybe next time I'm in here, I can I can show you some pictures, <laughs> hopefully. Well, it's not like you said. We'll jump right in. It's you know kind of some tips for this 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 type of this season or your uh you got the juvenile hunt this weekend but archery's been going strong i'll have archery again you know following that weekend um yeah you talk, talk a little bit about why what you're what you're saying you know you're, you're checking your wind you're, you're watching your cameras you're trying to be more cautious i don't think you're being lazy you're just being smarter about it you right. don't always just have to hit the woods hard there's also a little yeah. bit of you know, yeah, studying going on. And, that, and that's a, you know, I was obviously joking about the lazy thing because I want to be out there as much as possible. <laughs> but talk um, about talk but, about that October lull you mentioned. There's not an October lull. These <laughs> things are right. moving. They're still there, aren't They're they? They're still there. They've maybe traveled a little bit, but, you know, a lot of guys, I hear them talk about this October lull or they're not, they're not in camera anymore. They've moved off. You know, some might have. Sure, some of these bucks are going to get out and move. They've got a big home range. And, yeah, yeah, but... Uh, you know, the biggest thing is getting boots on the ground. You've got to get out and move. You can't – sure, you can hunt the same tree every single hunt, but your percentages are going to be super low. You might get lucky and shoot a big booner. That's fine. Um, but, again, percentages, if you play the percentages, it's not going to be very high. You know, it's, you've got to get out and find the rubs and the scrapes and the hot the hot food trees and uh, find where they're browsing and find, you know, it's not always about setting up on a trail and just, that's not your sign, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, those mm -hmm. trails have probably been there for years. I've found some beat down trails that, you know, uh, it might, if, you're, if you're buck hunting right now, you don't want to just sit on a trail that does are going on, you know. Right. Um, you want to get out, for, for me, I like, I, I don't consider myself a big buck hunter, but I mean that excites me. That's in my mind. That's what I'm kind of after. But oh, I'll sure. shoot. I'll shoot those. That's whatnot. the home run, isn't it? Right. I yeah. want. Bottom line, I want mature deer. Yeah. I don't. I don't sit there. Uh, I don't sit there if I shoot a good deer. I don't ever score my deer. I just don't care about that. But for me, it's more about my passion for being out there in nature and getting the adrenaline rush and putting that plan together that works out. And if that deer makes my heart do this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna shoot it, you know, within legal means, right? You're connecting with nature, and you're and, right. You know, it's a different feeling. So, it's not so, about I, the score. so if I'm buck hunting, I'm looking for buck sign, and you might have a few hunts where you don't see anything, but if that buck sign is there, that's what I'm after. It's for me, it's not about just seeing deer. Obviously, that makes you feel good. Oh, there's a doe, or there's this or that. But, uh, you know, I think you got to well. I feel like you have to move around. You have to find the sign, and you got to be mobile. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I always tell people. It's kind of like a puzzle. Uh, you got to put that together to figure out what you're going to be able to harvest. And you know, to me, that's the fun part. Sure. I mean, because if if I can if I can read the woods, and I can put myself in position, 
I've already won, yep. you know, whether I, whether I harvest anything or not. But the cool part is being able to see that animal, and uh, that's what people really need to learn. And, and, and it's not a, it's not just one thing. You it's put a multiple. plan together, yeah. and, and to see and to test your own skill and knowledge. I mean, as a person, that who, who doesn't feel good about that? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. that okay, I've dissected this. I've looked at the map. I've looked at my sign. I've checked out the wind, and I've put this this work into it. It's not like we. I enjoy doing that work. It's not really work to me. It's something that I enjoy doing. And then, like you said, whether you shoot the animal or not, or harvest the animal, having that that encounter with it, I'm like, man, it what I did worked. And so you, it's always about testing your skills and, and knowledge, and, and that, that's awesome. And then, you know, to me, I mean. Uh, you said you mentioned you taking people hunting. I, I got kids. I, I mean, I put my daughters in a position to where that deer showed up. Right. You know whether they shot it or not. Um, it was there, and I'm like, there it is. You know, oh, yeah. and it made my day. You know, <laughs> yeah. and and of course they thought I was the king because I just said, yeah, this deer is going to show up, and he did. But I mean, being able to take all that knowledge, put it together, um, is part of you know what we want people to understand and what what would you say your top five tips for you know if if you're going into the woods what are the top five things that you need to need to focus on um so a lot of the land i'm hunting because i do travel a little bit with tethered or or whatnot um i'm hunting new properties Mm -hmm. i've never been on new wma so First thing I want public land, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's it's I'm I'm like ninety something percent public land. Um, Not any, not opposed to private. I'd take some private (laughs) if anybody wants to throw some out there. (laughs) Phone number is. (laughs) um, But yeah, so first thing I'm doing, um, I'm looking at the we'll say it's a a WMA. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling up one of my maps. I'm marking. I'm looking for certain fingers and points and saddles and and maybe hard lines from one one transition to another uh and those are things that have been good to me so that's what i tend to look for um so i'll i'll mark those on my map and then uh if i have let's say i have three or four days to go out and hunt you know the first day i'm going to spend scouting like i'm uh, i'll call it speed scouting and i'm just trying to move through there uh and check out these points um i'll do that and i'm just constantly looking for signs Mm-hmm. I'm marking if I find a scrape uh, uh, or uh, maybe a rub, whether it's old or new, I'm going to mark it because if I come back here, I'm like, okay, during this this rut area, this this is an old sign that uh, maybe has has something mm-hmm. in here, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you know, a lot of those places, a new buck will move in. Right. I mean, usually they right. tend to gravitate towards some of the same places. So I'm just marking everything and taking notes and having a little data, and then. Uh, uh, so that first day, I go back and look. I'll, I'll also do this. I don't know, um, especially publicly, and I'll mark where other hunters are. Mm-hmm. That way, I kind of use that maybe to my advantage mm-hmm. or see where they're parked and then um, go. Good and bad, right? Yes, I mean, yes. Because they're, they're for a reason, usually. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier a little bit. Um, I generally, if I'm hunting public land, I, if other hunters are in there, I'll know where they're parked, and generally they take the same path, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll go. There's the gate. Creatures and habit. Yeah. I'll go and park off the side of the road where I can, and maybe go up, kind of think where they might be going, and hopefully when they're going in, they might push deer to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or based on what their wind situation is. So, um, 
You asked for five. I don't know if I've given you five. Well, I'm you just, just, I'm just mentioned wind. You yep. just mentioned wind. I mean, that's a big factor. How, how big is that for you? I mean, walking in, set up, everything. I think, uh, well, and let me add to that. I think the entry and exit uh, routes are huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I got some good deer right now that I, I'm looking at on camera that I don't feel comfortable going in based on what I'm seeing mm-hmm. uh, on some of these cameras, where they are, they're at and where their bedding is and the, the wind direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm staying out of there. And it's hard because I want, you know, <laughs> I, I want I want a piece of them, yeah. right? Yeah. I want that encounter. Um, and I haven't had a face-to-face with these deer at all. Um, so I haven't hunted as much this year because I've been more selective. Uh, and I generally... I've not been that guy that has one buck and I'll hunt him every day. Right. I've never been that guy, but I've got a few right now. I've never had this. I ha, this is new to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, I'm trying to, in my head, I'm playing it smart. I'm like, okay, I know I can't go in there in the mornings for sure, mm-hmm. um, but I can go in there midday and kind of creep in. And I've had some of those sets and I've had uh, some really good encounters with a lot of deer, but just not the deer I'm after. So yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not a big scent control guy. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. I'll wash my clothes in a scent free detergent and and things like that. Yes, but I'm playing the wind. I'm trying to take if I have to take the walk, the long walk around to get right. to where I need to be because right. that puts me in a better situation with my wind. I'm going to do that. Yep. Um, I just that's important because these deer if they smell you. The mature deer, in my experience, are not going to come around. That's right. They're not going to. So I have to take uh, what I know and my knowledge to – because at the end of the day, I don't want to waste my time. I wanted to go in there because I'm looking to kill that, that animal. You want to give yourself the best chance. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. So what about uh, somebody hunting a smaller piece of property? Say they got 10, 15 acres, mm-hmm. and there's only really – a couple of ways in. Do you tell that guy or gal just to go for it, get in there, whether the wind's bad or not? What do you do? You only got so much property, so much area to hunt. I've been there. That's tough. Um, like uh, that's kind of one of the, pl- the the properties I'm on now. Th- uh. th- I'm talking about a private land, and it's it's limited on. If I could cross property lines, I'd be pretty good, <laughs> yeah. but I can't. Right. And uh, so I, that's another reason I stayed out of there. Yeah. Um, okay. So if if it okay keep playing the wind if it's for me if it's like what I would consider a really large deer I'm staying out of there mm-hmm. if you're just going in there to um, get some meat and shoot some does I think you I think you can take some more chances you go and then hope for that big guy to come through yeah I think you can do that but I I I, I would advise against it most of the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. It's yeah. a situational it's thing. It's tough yeah. for some some of those weekend hunters that only have a few, you know, a few well, hours. You know, find find the wind that's going to work or the stand location that's going to work best. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to go with what's going to work best. You know, and and I'm I'm of the mindset. You know, eh, little wind is is more dangerous than a lot of wind sometimes mm-hmm. because I, I think I feel like a lot of wind kind of blows my scent out of there pretty quick. Sure. Whereas if it's just a, a light variable wind, it's just like that scent just drops to the ground and you're like, <laughs> well, oh my god. And that's one of the things I, I really pay attention to is my thermals, especially in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've set up where a wind might be go- coming out of the south, but my thermals are going somewhere else. So that's something I've really gotten better at in the last few years because yeah. um, I've had situations where my wind has been perfect and then these deer start blowing at me. I'm like, what in the world? And then I, I take some milkweed and I'm like, 
thermals. Yeah, yeah. You know, right there just, to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and you bring up a good point. I mean, wind. Oh, that wind was when I first understood what I was doing wrong. I mean, when people started talking to me about wind, I was I was like, what, what? You know, I spray down, I wash my clothes, yeah. and I still do that. I'm kind of like that, that ball player that's superstitious, you yeah. know, wear the same socks sure. every game. Um, but I wash my clothes, I do all that, and but I do believe you can't totally beat a deer's nose. No. I mean, it's, their nose is like 2,000 times better than ours. They can smell all kinds of stuff. And so I, I feel like um, playing that wind and understanding what that wind's doing for you, um, it's really when you're going to start seeing deer I and being so. able to watch multiple deer. You know, it, before when I was hunting, by the time I saw one, he was going to smell me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I either shoot him or I don't. Right. Now I can watch a deer walk through the woods and I get to see – how they act. Yeah, know. and and you know, there's always going to be the debates on on you know the the hunt the wind versus the scent control. I, know. I think if you combine both of them, I think you I think you do up your odds. I've always an old guy told me this. Uh, you know, if you have scent control, it kind of reduces your scent cone. It's mm-hmm. still going to be there, but and I don't I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that I've seen studies with dogs and all this stuff. But I think you got to do what makes you feel good mentally, right? Mm-hmm. But but I, if it's going to reduce my scent even a little bit, I'm going to do it. Or or maybe tone the scent down. It's that's like where it's not like a gasoline yeah, smell just yeah. throwing out there. Right, See, that, right. That's my thought behind washing my clothes and yep. taking the bath and all that is that deer might smell me. But he thinks I'm 100 yards that right. way rather than Good 25 point. yards, yep. you know. So um, I, I'm not against doing any of that, and sure. I do it. I, I do it because it makes me feel good, but I also feel like maybe they don't think I'm as close as I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. so, but, Good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, before we run out of time, what, uh, what about um, ignoring the sign and grunting and rattling this time of year? <laughs> Touch on those just a minute. Well, he was just talking about some, some rattling. I. I, I like rattling personally. Um, I've actually killed a few bucks with the rattle. My largest one to date uh, was a rattle. Um, Is this the right time of year to do it? Yeah. Well, I, I it doesn't think, matter. I, I think so. For me, I've noticed here in the last three weeks, I've seen uh, bucks sparring, mm. and I think uh, again, and I'm saying sparring. I don't think they're going at mm. it and fighting. So I think tickling light this time of year. To get their attention or, or to, to pique their interest, where they might want to come in and get a look see, but uh, he mentioned a while ago, you know, the mature bucks they're going to m- move downwind to see what they smell, right? right? Right. So position yourself to maybe take that out of the equation, or sit up in a situation where you feel like they are going to come downwind. You have a shot what they do that, um, and and I. I I like rattling. Mm-hmm. I think uh, now as the season goes on and they start to really fight, you can bang those things together a little bit. And I think you you, you spread it out, whether it's every 15 or 30 minutes, somewhere in there. Uh, I think you can overdo it. And guys just mm-hmm. beat these horns together <laughs> and or bags or whatever they're, ever they're using. But uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Um, I've, I've seen the results. Um, and but yeah, I, I plan hopefully this evening. We've got this some nice cool weather here in Middle Tennessee mm-hmm. that uh, uh, I can pique some interest this afternoon, and we'll see. Yeah, and just a heads up: this show was recorded before the weekend, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. we're not hunting on juvenile. I'm not doing a juvenile. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and the, do you ignore ignore the sign, or you or you make sure you pay attention to that sign, right? 
What sign are we talking about specifically? You any, know, any rub, scrape, trails. Oh, I think I you mean, have to. You have to, yeah. I think you have to, or at least, like I said, whether it's old or new, um, if I'm hunting that new property and I'm doing my speed scouting, I'm marking everything. But if I find really fresh sign that I feel like, like I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have to hunt this right now. Like this feed tree is dropping like crazy, and there's all this, this buck poo. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you got to sit on uh, on that. Yeah, do. don't ignore don't ignore something just because you identified something over right. there. If you find something better, and it's time. It's yeah, everything's situational, though, right? You right. know, yeah. Yeah. you know, if if I have a hard line of saying, okay, I'm just speed scouting today, and then I'm going to take all the notes. But if I come across something that's so good, <laughs> does that mean I'm going to capitalize on it? No, but I'm upping my chances. Right. So right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. So uh, after this weekend, after the juvenile hunt, you've got one more week of archery. Are you doing anything different as you move into uh, to muzzleloader? So I think uh, I'll typically – no, I have a muzzleloader and I have a rifle, and I, I may use both of them. I, I like my bow so much. I'll probably use that for a while um, unless I just get super frustrated and the big one just keeps hanging up out of range. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm going to do, I, these bucks are starting to get right. Um, I think they're going to be uh, moving more uh, in, in daylight and, and checking for these does and chasing a little bit. So I'm going to be pretty active, I think, in the woods now because I, I, I think with, with their their ranges uh, are, are developing wider mm-hmm. spread and looking for does. So I think we're going to see a lot more activity here. So um, I'm going to make sure uh, – well, one thing is I'm going to hunt the does. Mm-hmm. I'm not going after the buck sign anymore because the bucks are on the move. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go to I, – I, I, that's another thing I do. I mark or have a mental note of where I know the does are cons- consistently at, where mm-hmm. I've seen them a lot. And I'm like, I'll just go sit up over – Just uh, wait on it. And wait wait on them. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, because right now the bucks are shifting from food to love. You know, they're, right. they're, they're wanting to find the does. Does are still eating, you know, and – so your your acorn tree that starts dropping, sure. that's still a good spot well, to be in. And and you nailed it there too. But you know these bucks, they know what's fixing to come, and they're gonna they're gonna wear themselves out. So they they're they're wanting to eat right now to get their bodies mm-hmm. to where they can go through that that tough rut season. Right. So uh, right now, I think especially you know you you kind of if you can find the hot food sources, and I know there's a lot of acorns in the mm-hmm. woods, but there's always. There's always there's the always tree. that that the tree mm-hmm. and uh, um, that's 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 like finding a diamond in the rough sometimes but <laughs> I'm looking for the tree yeah yeah and don't ignore the sign there's don't ignore that sign yeah so well I had it to throw up on the screen Todd we got just a few seconds here I'll throw it up if you're watching uh, the season the deer season is here um, young sportsman this weekend 29th through the 30th. And then you got one more week of archery before muzzleloader. If you're in unit CWD, uh, you get to start hunting with a gun or muzzleloader a little early. So October 31st is when that kicks off. Check your guide, uh, tmwildlife.org. Visit the website to find this information. Uh, always make sure you got the right licenses. Uh, GoOutdoorsTennessee.com to get that. Adrian, appreciate you being here. Oh man, I, I enjoyed it. We should do this every day. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's set it up and do it again. We may even come down to your facility and shoot something out there at your yeah, new y'all, shop. Y'all you know? come come down to Tethered and yeah, that'd be awesome. How do you find Tethered on social or TetheredNation.com okay. uh, is our website. Uh, we have uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. So awesome. come and check us out. Um, 
We've got the tagged out tour going on now too with some young guys. That's pretty. You know, you can find them. On, we can find tagged out uh, on uh, YouTube and yep. the Tethered Nation on YouTube. So awesome. Good deal. Uh, if you haven't uh, tried saddle hunting, give it a shot. Check it out. Uh, I think I'm going to try it this year. I said I was going to try it last year. I'm going to try it this year. A lot of fun. <laughs> Hopefully. A lot of fun. <laughs> so, anyway, appreciate everybody tuning in. This is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.